Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Davidson Lives. That's right. That's the name of the podcast. I am the host, Mike. Uh, my wife is the co-host, Ginny. Hello. Hello. And uh, thank you very much for joining us on Spotify as well as Podbean, our host site. And of course, uh, you can check out Mike Davidson on Facebook and uh, Mike Davidson Lives to tweet on Twitter because, God, that's that's where you put the stupid names for your Twitter account or your social media account is on Twitter. Um, but uh, adios and get that bleep on out of here, Summer. This is officially, officially uh, the first weekend of fall that we're recording Move here. Move over, Mike. It's my turn. Yeah, last weekend of September as we are inching closer and closer to Halloween. Kind of excited uh, because uh, it used to be back at the old place. October when I would do open bar Friday evenings I would do kind of a Halloween themed each Friday in October and I would build up to the Halloween edition where it'd be kind of ghost stories on Halloween night or at least a night close to it but then they decided well uh, we're going to start asking questions questions about push-ups and uh, you know glove compartment napkins you're no longer needed so now I'm doing the podcast and I, I kind of want to carry that tradition over so uh, next weekend, the first weekend of October, thank you, uh, we, we'll do kind of a segment on the podcast where we talk about something Halloween related, and I think what we're going to do is uh, haunted spots, especially in Indiana and Ohio, like, you know, you know the t- places where like there's that old wives tale about, you know, Satan's Cemetery or some witch or some ghost or some screaming bridge, that sort of thing. Screaming Bridge. Oh, God, there's all sorts of... She looked at me like, what? Um, That's a new one. It, it, well, uh, there is a site I can show you later, but uh, basically what I'm asking... It's not uh, a porno, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, uh, we'll see if next week is a porn-free week, but we'll see. It's just I don't know what we're going to talk about ahead of time, but I do know that uh, haunted spots, like, you know, where you have the, uh, the sightings of ghosts or demons or whatever... Um, My favorite spooky anything is the uh, hash s- hash slinging slasher from SpongeBob, and at his funeral they fired him. What SpongeBob? Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to show that to you. Okay, but 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 what I'm talking about here is like uh, haunted spots, uh, you know, especially here in the Midwest with kind of that thing. So what I'm asking the audience for is uh, just, uh, you know, a place that you grew up around or maybe something in your hometown like here in Fort Wayne or maybe some uh, nether corner of Ohio. Ohio is nothing but nether corners. (laughs) Well, there's going to be tons of ghost stories then. But if you want, you can can, uh, shoot me a message on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, I'll put uh, reminders up. As uh, we get closer to next week's episode, but yeah, I, I just I just kind of want to carry that tradition of doing something Halloweenish um, every podcast that I do here uh, throughout the month of October. So we'll see how that goes. Now, you know what's really scary? What taxes? Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, more of an Ba-dum. April show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, no, but um, there was kind of an observation, kind of a thought I had earlier today. And this actually stems from something that uh, Rob Haywood, fraternity brother of mine, told me. Like, he's a summer guy. He hates fall. He hates cold, dark winter weather. I, I love fall, but once once Thanksgiving hits, after Christmas and all the lights come down, it's dark and dreary, right? His thing is, is like, you know, if if it's August, you shouldn't be drinking pumpkin spice latte. And a lot of places go PSL. Oh, too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, it's, a, it's a basic white girl world. But... Um, 
I don't mind somebody drinking a pumpkin spice latte early. The thing is, though, I'm kind of applying his uh, way of thinking to Halloween decorating. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is, like, uh, today we went out uh, here in the last week of September to go get decorations for Halloween. Because you're thinking, okay, cool. Yeah, this I, is- I'm, a, I'm ahead. Yeah, I'm ahead. You think the last weekend of September. We go into this uh, very well-known uh, hardware store. And there's like a little space up front with the Halloween decorations, and I'm wondering if this is just kind of a teaser yeah, aisle. Yeah, kind of like, like a, a feature. Yeah, kind of like, okay, here's what we got, and uh, you know, the other stuff. The rest is, is out back. Out, out back and home and garden. I asked the uh, the woman at the cash register, she goes, no, that's all we have left. <laughs> like, people have been buying Halloween decorations since August. Yeah. And so we were the latecomers... In the last weekend of September, we're just days into fall, man. And so we got, I think we got a pretty good uh, uh, selection from what we got. Yeah. But all the good stuff was picked over like already. Like that 10-foot tall, um, what was it? Skeleton? No, Stay Puft Marshmallow Oh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Yeah, all, all Halloween decorations now have to be the size of a gas station. That's just how it is now. But uh, I was thinking the size of Lady Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> To, to scale and everything, right? To scale. But, yeah, it was all picked over. The but. destroyer has been chosen. And then we go to a, a local apple orchard where, by the way, they're not allowing you to pick pumpkins just yet. That's next weekend. Uh, yeah. But but that's okay in my book. We went there to pick apples instead, so they're like, okay, let's do that. $66. Yeah, but here's the thing. is like, uh, thank God I'm 6'4", because all the low-hanging fruit, so to speak, was picked over already. Again first weekend of october everybody's doing all the fall stuff in the summer it's too hot we tried doing that once (laughs) and lana was a newborn yeah i still remember some woman saying make sure the bee doesn't sting your baby i'm like okay so um we're not doing it while it's this hot out right but but uh to go back to what rob's saying is yeah yeah, pump the brakes a little bit on this thing because like uh pumpkin brakes pumpkin bada boom did uh, Chris Keller write all your jokes? No. Most of them. <laughs> Just most of them. Just most of them. Um, He's my consultant. Yeah. But no, but yeah, it's just, you know, we got plenty of fall. We're just getting into it. We're just getting into Halloween. Let's slow down a little bit. But again, like I, going back to the hardware store, I can kind of understand why they wouldn't order more because when they come, when those decorations finally come in, you're getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. So it's I wonder just, if they have like frozen inflatables. Uh, you know we're getting mad if they do. I hope to God they we don't. are. No, no, it's no, already no, been made. Man. Decision, decision's um, been made. But by the way, by the way, uh, you ordered the kids' Halloween costumes. And, I did. And Lana's came today, and it's Elsa from Frozen. She Olaf's tried, Christmas yeah, Adventure. Yeah, she looks she looks great and cute in this thing. Oh, she's she, adorable. She loves it. But when you said, "Okay, honey, it's time to take it off and put it up for Halloween," you would have asked her. To go and punch a baby penguin because she looked that distraught. Yeah, well, it wasn't to put it up for Halloween. It was put it up so you can take a nap. Oh, well, but still, you don't want to ruin it a month out because God, they're already out things. I know, at but other I'm places. like, you know, you can wear it as as much as you want. Just take it off when I tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, right? I mean, she's adorable, and she Hazel's is. gonna have one coming Tuesday. Yeah, she's gonna be the candy princess. She, yeah, she's gonna be Vanilla Peep on sweets. Ah, I'm going to have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the girls' uh, Halloween costumes are all done and said and all that stuff. So. Who doesn't like a dirty kid with filthy hair? 
Now, uh, kind of keeping it in the realm of Halloween, and it's, I guess it's good marketing on her uh, part, uh, Cassandra Peterson, better known to everyone as Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, or uh, Bubarella on The Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, because she, yeah. she's known for her well assets. Endowed. You know, yeah. very well endowed. Uh, she is. Uh, she has put out her memoir about her life story, as as many uh, celebrities and all that stuff do. But it, it has been recently revealed that uh, she has been in a relationship with another woman for nineteen years. Oh, cool! Yeah, and um, uh, from what I can garner from what I'm reading here, like basically this woman was it Jennifer Garner? No, no, okay. no. Now Jennifer. Uh, that's why they broke up. Uh, that's yeah. That's why they're no longer Benefer because uh, she discovered Bubarella. No, uh, what happened was yes. I guess Elvira divorced her husband years back, and then this uh, this trainer moved in, and uh, you know they became friends, and then more than friends, more than friends, and so for like 19 years they've been uh, living uh, healthy, happy, I guess, and as long as they're mentally and physically healthy and you know, they're doing well, that's fine. I already have some people lined up if things don't work out with you. What? Yeah. Oh, God. It's not a mystery. Not uh, no pressure on my part whatsoever. Hi, Rebecca. Oh my God. <laughs> I no, A-G. no, 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 no. Okay, but but going back to what I'm saying here is like the the reaction on social media was kind of weird uh, it, because I mean I I get it you know people are fans of Elfire and everything, but where I'm kind of weirded out is like where people are like this is the this is another great day for the for the gay movement. And I'm just thinking, well, okay, but... You've been moving for years. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that's my point exactly. It's like, you know, 35, 40 years ago, maybe this would have been taboo. Maybe. Today, it's like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And you just, you move on. Because people, you know, it's it's just not a big deal anymore. But I think there's, uh, on social media, where everything is just a big deal. You know? Well... Yeah, it's social media. It is social media. It's it's kind of an echo chamber. So good and sometimes even terrible huh. uh, just gets amplified. I mean, but to me, it was just like, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, and even if she wasn't gay, I mean, she's still a celebrity that I would never have a hall pass with or ever, you know, get with. How old is she? Uh, God, I don't know, but she still looks great for her age. <laughs> even even outside of the makeup, she, she she's a very attractive woman. Yeah. Uh, but the thing, the thing is, is though, you know, when I saw that article... You know, Elvira reveals 19-year relationship with another woman, and I'm just thinking, well, cool. is that is that exactly a turnoff for other guys? They might be thinking, nice, from South Park. Oh, yeah. Was it Dietrich Bader we were talking about today? What In what regard? Two chicks at the same oh, time. Oh, God, yes. We were talking about Office Space earlier. Oh, my God. He would be down with Elvira and her, her special lady friend, yes, for mm-hmm. sure. But I guess keep in mind this guy is fictitious and he would respect the sanctity of their relationship. Thank you. We we hope this fictitious character would respect the sanctity of their relationship. But if you want to read more about that because you're into celebrity gossip or something cuz again, to me not a big deal, but it was I just found the reaction on social media just kind of overblown. Uh it is on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Now speaking of overblown and, and this is well beyond Are lawn inflatable? Uh we did get a lawn inflatable. But no, overblown of of Albert, of Elvira and her and her life partner. Yes, we we found their pictures and they're holding hands on our lawn right now. Cool. Yeah. No. Um. Uh, it, as you know, these last 20, 22 months in these uncertain fill in the blank times, reaction has been kind of mixed. About. Uh. There's there's a germ going around called coronavirus. Oh, that. That thing. Yeah. Mm. Um. And and when this first hit stateside, you know, we had a lot of places shut down and. 
you know, it really depends on where you are in the country now, you know, if people are comfortable or not to, you know, have the masks on and the, the vaccine cards. Hey, but, man, it's your choice. Yeah. Do whatever makes you feel better. But one of the things that always drove me nuts is, like, why can't we be more like X or Y in, in, in terms of other countries uh, in, in regard to our reaction to the virus? Um, and one country, for example, that comes to mind is New Zealand because... They're an island nation. They're a smaller nation. They're a little more isolated. And people are like, well, they have a very, very low coronavirus infection rate. Hobbits. Because of hobbits. Yeah. The the hair on their feet keeps them safe from virus. I told you to keep wearing socks. (laughs) No, you're just around here prancing in underwear. It's cold. Turn on the heat. I'm like, turn on, you know, put on some freaking pants and socks. All right. Let me. Okay. No, you're wrong. Heat and pantsless or pants, no heat. Just do what I say and you'll live. No, listen, okay. No. The w- What I'm getting at here is with New Zealand, going back to kind of where I was going, like they have strict rules, very strict rules. Did you know that in Auckland, New Zealand, they're at what they call a level four shutdown where fast food establishments, restaurants cannot be open and you can't smuggle in fast food. You're not allowed to leave your house, basically. That sucks. A couple of guys, uh, I get, and I don't know if they have gang ties or what, but uh, they got in trouble with violating the uh, the uh, protocol. They got caught with buckets and buckets of KFC in their friggin' car. I'll get you. I'll get you some chicken, dude. Yeah, I'll, I can get you some chicken, dude. Um, but they got caught with that. As well as large quantities of cash and empty ounce bags. I don't know if the uh, empty ounce bags were some, for something else they were picking up later, or if they nuggets. were, or if they were, yeah, give me, <laughs> yeah, give me a, give me a five bag of nuggets. You know, that's that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, that there's there, there's a, a pretty big penalty for that. Like they're facing jail time. But that's those are the rules they have you in place. Eat. You have got to eat. You got, you got to get out of the house and live your life. Yeah. I mean, and I said, you know, the vaccine is available. I, I'm not sure about the availability in New Zealand, but it's pretty much worldwide now. Mm-hmm. You can wear a mask or not wear a mask. You can, if you want to stay indoors and jar your own urine and eat baked beans for the rest of your life. That's, that's it. We're divorcing. Do it. No. Do it. But, Unless you're Mike Davidson, you can't do it. Unless you can't do it. But but what I'm telling you is, like, you can't just keep shutting down people every time there's a germ out there. Mm-hmm. It's 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 absurd. And, and this is over KFC, which I know you love so much because of their butter, uh, as you mentioned no, last week. I love it because I love to hate it because okay. of Norm MacDonald. All right. We were talking about that last week with the Norm MacDonald thing. Yeah. But this is just this is a su- super absurd mm-hmm. um, because I get tired of people saying, "Well, why can't we be more like other countries?" Because other countries have stupid rules too. You just don't live under them. You can't put squirrels down your pants on the Tuesday for the purposes of gambling. That's right. Yeah, thank you very much, Police Chief Wickham. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I did on a lighter side of this story. You know, on the lighter side of fascism, it got me thinking: Would there be a fast food item that you would go to jail for? That you would try smuggling? Pumpkin in? Crunch Arctic Swirl, easy. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Come pile us down in uh, in uh, Kokomo. Yeah, I'd that smuggle good. that. Oh God, that is good stuff. <laughs> I've yeah. smuggled food out of a buffet before. That's right, uh, person chicken. All three of us. 
See, that's what these dudes should have done. Yeah. They should have gotten with their girlfriends and said, hey, listen, you're... You're holding. You're holding. You're going to get a bunch of purses, and the cops pull you over. They're not going to think twice because you're chicks, and chicks always carry 50 purses with them. You know, so you have a gravy purse... You have a butter purse. You have a biscuit purse. Oh, that's me. Biscuit and butter purse. Biscuit and butter purse. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, that's me. God, man. But yeah, that, that story is up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. And again, we, we have stupid rules here stateside, but for the, I, for the love of God, quit. Quit telling us that we need to be like other countries because, I, like I said. Hey, this country has faults and flaws like out the wazoo, but... Mm-hmm. You know, I just went out to Dairy Queen yesterday, and it was like awesome. So. Oh God, yeah, and no. she bur- and I and I had uh, Hazel's burger, by the way, because Hazel doesn't eat meat. She ate French fries, I, barely. Barely, you barely ate your French fries. Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> we gotta we gotta get this kid eaten. But again, the uh, the uh, the fascism KFC story is up on, uh, on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. You want to read more about that? Uh, but here stateside, we are having a uh, a problem with some food. Yeah. Not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, it would be the Lunchable. Because no. there, there is a shortage of Lunchables across the country. I guess because kids are going back to school. Yeah. Uh, and, and parents have forgotten how to cook. Or something. I don't know. But basically, you can't find them anywhere. Now, I probably didn't have a Lunchable, you know, back in the olden days. I probably didn't have a Lunchable until after college because like even at our poorest growing up we had bread we had lunch meat we had cheese we had apples we had stuff to make a basic a basic lunch with i would make myself lunch every day and it'd be a mayonnaise sandwich or a butter sandwich wait you and you would take that to school yeah oh my god that was it uh other things things? i did not eat healthy as a kid and uh, (laughs) i wish my parents gave me the parameters and guidance to eat healthy so kids you're welcome i I am trying my best all right but uh, did your dad know you took mayonnaise sandwiches oh hell yeah he gave me the idea oh he would he, eat it too. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> was this something that he got from uh, growing up? In yes. Ar- okay. He was poor. Right. He grew up in Arkansas, right? Well, partially. Partially, yeah. And then he and moved, moved to Missouri, here. and uh-huh. then he moved to Indiana. Right. But I mean, the, the lunchable is kind of a new thing. It is. In it's a just way, like crackers, round meat, some cheese, and like a crunch bar. Exactly. Or, that's it. That's not. I mean, it's it's a lunchable. It's a snack. That to me, that's not much of a lunch. It's just a lunchable. That's why it's called lunchable. Yeah, those are my like shaky packs. If I'm shaky, I'm gonna grab yeah. that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't understand why the lunchable being uh, 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 having a shortage. Personally, you know, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. I was reading this story about a cafeteria needing workers and the supply chain and mm-hmm. just shortages and stuff changing on a dime and. It's actually here in Fort Wayne. It's like the northwest Allen County something or other. Right. Yeah. So there's, yeah, Mm. supply supply chain stoppages and all that stuff. So they're just like, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. But if you're thinking, if you're like a a stockholder in like the, you know, salt teens, you're probably thinking, hey, man, kids are going... Parents are you got greedy, Martin. Yeah, you're going to flock to us now and make your peanut butter and crackers and... uh, Hey apples and stuff hey god i mean i just I, i'm just kind of flummoxed that okay it's the lunchable that's missing mm-hmm. nothing else i mean 
What's next? Hot Pockets? Don't say that. Oh, my God. I cursed the Hot Pocket. You know, if you see a new story about Hot Pockets next week, you have nothing. Sorry, I can't talk to you. You have no one to blame but yourself. Or maybe I'm just a tr- you know somebody that sees the trend. Maybe I'm one of those uh, prognosticators that should be a talking head on cable news. That be- that should be my next gig. I just talk out my butt and people think I'm an expert. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much in your career field. It, well, yeah, for, it was. Uh, you know, people think they're experts everywhere. You yeah. Know, might leave cute little notes and stuff. No. No. Oh, well, yeah. That's that's a story for another day. Uh, but uh, the Lunchable thing is up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Kind of staying in the realm of school here. I think this is in the uh, uh, the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area. Harrisburg. Yeah. Now, like with uh, with uh, high school football teams and stuff, you know, sports teams, they'll have booster clubs to raise money to buy equipment, uniforms, that sort of thing. Um, and the booster club for the Cedar Cliff High School team, kind of in some hot water. They because, had booster clubs. Yeah, they have booster clubs to to sell raffle tickets, and you know they've had all sorts of crazy prizes in the past. Uh, some of the raffle ticket prizes this year are lunchables. Well, you know what? If they had, like, a crate of Lunchables, pff, they would have uniforms for, like, the next 10 years. You know, they really need to do a do-over with Fast and Furious instead of, like, semi-trucks full of DVD players and whatnot to all Lunchables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get with the times, Fast and Furious. Yeah. God. Gotta go back 20 years. Uh, but, no, five out of the ten prizes in, uh, in this raffle. Guns. What? Yes, guns. They loaded were... or unloaded? Uh, Did they get you started? <laughs> yeah. If you want the bullets, you gotta buy another raffle ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? No, but uh, five of them were uh, guns, and of course, some parents got a little mad because this is, you know, it's school. Uh, it's school. Yeah. It's, it's got that stigma. It's Unless it's school. Texas. Well, and that's my thing too. If it, this was in a rural part of Pennsylvania, I don't think anybody would give two craps about it. Is it Scranton? No, it's, no, it's Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Yeah, capital. But one parent was upset because I guess she's a mental health professional, and she goes, "You're doing this during National Suicide Prevention Week." And, oh my God! And what just, a faux pas! Uh, well, here's my thing, though: is like even if it, you know, even if it was a National Suicide Prevention Week, what, what does that have anything to do with it? Because if you buy a gun, it doesn't automatically make you suicidal. But going back to what uh, with this this raffle thing here. I mean, you have to be pretty damn careful with something like this because guns are heavily regulated. Any gun owner yeah. will tell you that there are certain loops and you know protocol you have to follow in order to own a gun. Yeah. And uh, so, if if this booster club is breaking any of those rules, okay, fine. They shouldn't be doing it. But I don't necessarily. It, it, it is, it's a tricky subject because a. You know, it's it's guns in school, but B, you know, if if there's no rules being broken, it doesn't bother me too much. However, I will add uh, the story is up on the Mike Davis Facebook page that the school says that the booster club is not allowed to announce the winners on school property. So this gets kind of complicated. But I was I was I, you know I was reading that I was like it's you know I'm sure there'll get some interest because there are people who love guns that you know whatever. 
I don't think I ever had anything that crazy. Mm-mm. Uh, you know, because I remember the presentations at elementary school where they would have the silver fun fundraisers. That you go sell this crap to your neighbors, and if you raise enough money, you can get yourself a Super Nintendo. And of course, I would daydream about a Super Nintendo that my parents would never buy me. Of course, I was too lazy to go out and sell crazy crap to my neighbors, right? I think it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it pretty much was, but the school endorsed it. Uh, and then the which the, makes it okay. <laughs> well, of course, because it's cool. And uh, there was the candy bar stuff that I would do for Little League, which was a little more on <laughs> We gotta board. watch that episode now. The Beavis and Butthead yeah. one? Yeah. Can uh, I, like, borrow a dollar? But basically, with the candy bar thing, my parents just bought the two crates and we had the candy bars in the freezer. <laughs> Mom does that whenever they have five for five, five for five at Meyer. Right. Now, I do recall down in Kokomo. Uh, every uh, once every six months, we would have what was called the Hoosier AMFM auction, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Where basically, uh, this was kind of a scheme. I mean, this was kind of a, a ploy. Sorry, uh, you said scheme, and I immediately thought of someone rubbing their their hands together. Yeah. Yes. No, this was. I guess the uh, the guys that own the, the stations down in Kokomo kind of came up with this because they worked at iHeart and they had similar things in mm. their radio station clusters out in the uh-huh. Northeast. But basically, uh, the idea was okay. You go to a potential ad, uh, you know, somebody that advertises with the station, right? And you trade off. Like they give you X amount of inventory for them, for people to auction yeah, so on website. A business donate something to this. Right. Yeah. And so they get free advertising out of it, but it never really resulted in much money after that. I don't know who did this. There's a part of me that wants to say it was Big Damn Al and he was just resigned to doing it. I don't think it was... I think it was Jerry who did this. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. But there was a funeral home. And we did trade with them for the Hoosier AMFM auction. And we got, for our trouble, to auction off to listeners an urn valued at $250. You know... A lot of people couldn't use that for pets, or they could use it <sighs> to uh, have backyard matches as The Undertaker versus McFoley. <laughs> you know, you could put flowers in it. You could put dirt in it and be Rest like... Rest in peace. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's actually a good idea, the McFoley Undertaker thing. Yeah, I mean, totally. No, but... Uh, see, I see some uses. But would you be surprised to know that this uh, this uh, urn, retail value, $250... Mm-hmm. Didn't even sell for a fraction of that. Did not sell, period. Because people don't... When they go to a radio station website, they're not thinking death. They're thinking, oh, what's the next you contest? You obviously what's... have not met my mother. Okay. Well, maybe we should have told her about this. But that urn stayed at the station. It still may be there. It stayed at the station for years. Do they put ashes of problem DJs in there? No. Uh, sometimes it was used as a candy dish, <laughs> and at one point it was used as a, a fishbowl pull name out for Secret Santa for Christmas parties. That's awesome. But I mean, we couldn't get rid of the damn thing <laughs> because it was there. an it was an urn and a cheap urn at that. And I don't think we got any business from this funeral home. You know what would be helpful is like. Um Oh, maybe just like donate it back to somewhere. And be like, yeah. Here you go. Hey, did you did you have a spouse that recently passed? Because we could, you know, it's just I don't know how you get rid of a damn thing. Like it just if it you was, give it to someone who's like really into macabre. Yeah, uh, I guess. 
Evan, my, I'm looking at you. You want to earn? My goodness, but yeah, that that's probably the the strangest thing we tried to auction off. I don't that's think we. That's awesome. In terms of firearms, a candy dish. In terms of firearms, I think maybe a gift certificate or you know free range lessons at a local uh, gun shop in Kokomo. Bullseye, outdoors bullseye, Robbie's, Robbie's bullseye outdoors. You get a free plug. That was it. Uh, but but the most macabre thing we have ever auctioned off was the art, and we never got rid of it. It's going to be there longer than any uh, on-air personality. I don't know. Rob Roop has been there for a while, man. He's going to take it home with him. Oh, he's, yeah, it's, dude, he's. He's like, this is my candy dish now. It's my candy <laughs> dish. Oh, man, just, yeah. Use it, use it as, yeah, use it as a, a dish to hand out candy in this Halloween. That would be a nice decoration if it wasn't so friggin' expensive for candy dishes. You know, speaking of urns, my uh, high school science teacher had an urn that said "Ashes of Problem Students." Okay, she kept it, it on the bookshelf. Was it was it like one of the Spencer gift deals, or was this an actual urn? It was an urn. Oh, really? Yeah, Ashes of Problem Students. Oh, Probably man. wouldn't fly now. Well, right, because no one has a sense of humor about crap. Mm. But uh, if if you want to see uh, the the guns being auctioned off at a school, good God, mm -hmm. uh, that is up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. And again, just a reminder: next week, we kind of start the uh, the month of October off with uh, Halloween themed stuff, including, and we're going to kick it off with haunted spots. And you can send that to me via Facebook, via Twitter, and I'll try to put up uh, uh, reminders on social no media throughout the week. No bad juju. What do you mean? No like, Ouija boards. Okay, no Ouija boards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, as long as you don't send us any incantation that's going to wake the uh, the evil dead, I think we'll be all right. Hey, we do have a book by Bruce Campbell up here, so we can just you know beat it over the head with that. All right, things. that's right. Yeah, I do have my uh, Bruce Campbell autobiography in a nearby shelf. But uh, again, uh, Mike Davidson lives a tweet on the Twitterverse. Uh, say Mike Davidson on Facebook, and as always, you can listen to us Spotify as well as Podbean. And until next week, with our audience of Logan and Hazel in studio, we will talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>